is the Bill Carroll Show on the Bell Talk Radio Network. We hope Bill and we hope you are having yourself a great start to this weekend, wherever you might be, from coast to coast. I'm Jim Richards. So you can let us know uh, by phone call if you would like or text at 71010 a question for a paleontologist. We're doing a brief little ask a paleontologist anything with a Canadian woman who is off in Montana. And what have they found? Scientific illustrator and researcher with the Royal Ontario Museum, Danielle Defoe, joins us right now. Danielle, thank you very much for your time. Hi, thanks for having me on. So scientific illustrator sounds like you're rolling in the money. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of funny. Um, I wouldn't say that, but I'm definitely, you know, pursuing my dream doing this. So, so you're, you're a paleontologist, uh, for lack of better terms. What made you interested in getting into that line of work? Uh, I've always been completely obsessed with, you know, dinosaurs, evolution, uh, the history of the planet. And um, it was always a struggle between art and science for me. And once I learned that I could find a way to apply art to science, well, it was kind of a, a dead ringer. Well, so in a, in a couple of seconds, we're actually going to tell people what you found. And we got so many questions about that because I, I don't know. I just I remember growing up as a kid and seeing dinosaurs at the at, at museums, including the one that you work at in Toronto. And I just would have thought, and I know this is a dumb thing to think, that, oh, they must have found all of these things. Oh, definitely not. I mean, there's, there's uh, a lot of talk about new dinosaurs coming out, you know, every, every couple of months or so. Because every summer, these, all these uh, different paleo labs, they go out and do their field work and dig up more dinosaurs and describe them in the off time. So, you know, there's, there's almost a never-ending amount of fauna that keeps getting discovered and, and published on. So I don't think that we're going to see the end of it anytime soon. So you're on location right now. In Montana. Yeah. And so what does a scientific illustrator actually do? Uh, I do all the visuals associated with um, the paleontology work that comes out of a lab. So I work for the Royal Ontario Museum, and we have a fully functioning paleontology lab here. And, uh, you know, we have PhD students and master's students and our curators and technicians. So during the summer, we all go out and and dig up the dinosaurs, and then during the rest of the year, they get prepared by our preparators and then studied by our uh, our, our researchers. So, so for that research, I, I need to do a lot of illustrations. Sometimes it's, um, you know, uh, a specimen illustration in black and white and nicely shaded, or it'll be uh, like a skeletal reconstruction, or perhaps a diagram for the anatomy, or maybe a, a full life restoration of what it would have looked like. So where was this fossil in Montana, and how do they know where to look? Okay, well, this fossil, it's uh, it's in the northern part of Montana, and um, it's, in, it's in the formation called the Hell Creek. And we knew that's where we had to look because it's been really well studied and explored. It's where all the most famous dinosaurs come from, like T-Rex, Triceratops, Pachycephalosaurus. Um, they're all from the same formation. So we know that these rocks are well dated. It's all about happening to stumble upon one that's eroding out. 
And so what did you actually discover? So last year, we spent a full a full two weeks exploring this ranch that uh, that we got permission to to prospect on, and that involves hiking up and down all the the you know the eroding um, hills and whatnot to try and find fossils. Um, it's not an easy process, and you're completely at the at the mercy of luck. But on the last hour of the last day, I saw from the top of a hill. I saw. Well, little chunk of bone, this perfectly round piece of bone sticking out of the hill. So I slid down and went to check it out, and I identified it as part of a triceratops skull. So that's what our entire mission has been this this year, is to go back and try and dig it out and see what we, we could find. You actually found it. So is there any extra kind of finder's fee for that for you, or is it all part of <laughs> oh, the no, employment with the, uh, no, the Royal no Ontario finders. Museum? That's in the salary. You're supposed to be doing that. Oh, exactly. It's all part of it. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. You know, the glory goes to the whole team. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, uh, so take us to, well, that was last summer, and take us to the process that you've been going through this summer to um, to kind of uncover that dinosaur. Well, since it was found, we didn't really know what to expect to find, but we knew that it was the back of the skull of a triceratops. So um, this year involved a whole lot of moving dirt. And I wouldn't say that digging up fossils is anything like, uh, like Jurassic Park has led you to believe. <laughs> um, got to use, you know, got to use a lot of pickaxes and shovels and move a whole lot of dirt. So How, how big are we talking about? Well, how big is this thing? Um, well, the quarry that we had to dig out, let's see, it's probably about... Uh, five meters wide by about two or three meters long or sorry the other way around that's of the actual dig not of the actual dinosaur how big is this dinosaur okay well it turns out it was just the skull okay and from the measurements that we've taken it looks to be among the among the biggest examples of triceratops so it's a very big one the block of skull that we managed to collect is about uh let's see um, about a meter and a half by, by I don't know, let's say two-thirds of a meter. So, so a meter and a half would be me. Block. I'm a six-foot guy doing, you know, basically yeah. the span of my arms. So <laughs> it's, it's huge. Yeah. And why are they found, why would you find just the head? So the heads are an interesting case because it's probably the most common large thing that you will find in the Hell Creek Formation around this area. And um, the reason for that is because the bones of the skull of a triceratops, as it grows, they tend to fuse together into, uh, you know, really tightly knit bone. Um, and the bone of, of their skulls are just incredibly thick and strong. So they, they withstand a whole lot of weathering throughout time. Okay. So if so, they did get covered in, you know, covered by a, a riverbank deposit of mud. Um, Danielle, I hate to do this forever. to you, but I've got to yeah. do kind of almost rapid fire with the following questions it's in montana you work for a canadian museum who gets to keep it uh it's going to be ours forever it's going to be the royal ontario museums and And how do you uh, get the rights to things like that 
Um, that's through private negotiations, usually okay. because this ranch in particular was a private ranch belonging, you know, to the to the ranchers. So everything on that land belongs to them. And they that's sold it to you, so it's not my, okay. And how much would that thing be worth? Is you can't put a <laughs> price tag on it. I can't put a price on that. No, there's there's no price to that. I mean. The, the value is purely scientific and inspirational. And you know? what did you name it? Because you found it, you named ah. it. <laughs> I did name it. So I named our Triceratops Dio after Ronnie James Dio, who, of course, is famous for uh, for coining the horn, yeah. you know, the, the hand symbol. And I thought, hey, you know, this is the Hell Creek. This is That's fantastic. This hey, Daniel, I'm sorry I have to cut you off, but we're out of time. And uh, sure. what a fun little job, uh, fun job. That's pretty cool. Uh, she works for Danielle Defoe, is a paleontologist and a scientific illustrator working for the Ontario Royal Museum and found that in Montana. I'm Jim Richards. It's a Bill Carroll show on the Friday.